It's just about that time of the week. Time for the weekly Weebs podcast. Grab your friends, family, waifus, and husbandos, and join your favorite Weebs for an exciting show of anime talk. Hosts Crimson, Frenchie, Wickwicky, and Zario Machini will review and suggest shows, talk about news from the industry, and tackle some of the biggest arguments in the world of anime. It's the Weekly Weebs Podcast, starting now. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Weebs. I am your host this week, Crimson. <laughs> Alright then. Uh, my news today is something that's been kind of floating for a while in regards to Crunchyroll and the Funimation buyout thing that was going on. Well... Finally, it has happened. Sony closed a $1.175 billion deal, which, Jesus Christ, to buy Crunchyroll from AT&T, meaning Sony now owns Funimation and Crunchyroll. And they will be merging. And they will be merging, thankfully. And I know we've talked about it before. Hopefully they don't fuck up the Crunchyroll app like they did the Funimation app. Well, that, also yeah, the I pricing know. thing, I wonder how that's going to work out. I was been reading stuff about price increases or like decreases or whatever, but I don't think they're gonna increase because there's a huge pirating thing in anime, as we all know, of people watching shit illegally. Yeah. So this is definitely gonna help with that. Also, I want to know about the court case, like what made them decide that they're not making monopoly over this. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I didn't look too deeply into the end of the case. Neither did the, I. The, just uh maybe we'll do an episode about it yeah we could dive deep court episodes yep <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah court cases anime I, court but yeah I am Crunchy curious fight. to see like how the merge goes and everything in regards to like the shows on Crunchyroll combining with Funimation that's just seeing, yeah, they, yeah that's literally what would happen I think the main thing we're just gonna see is mostly we're probably gonna see some more shows get dubbed which would be great. That would be fantastic. Funimation probably didn't have broadcast rights to them before, but now they're going to own all the rights that Crunchyroll had. That would be very nice. Yeah. And that also means that uh, Funimation will probably get put on stuff like put back on stuff like Verve because mm-hmm. mm. Crunchyroll owned Verve. So is that so? If Crunchyroll owned Verve, does that mean now Sony technically owns uh, Verve? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's how it works. Yeah. Huh. Hell yeah. And uh, to my right, to switch it up a little bit. I'm you always you. go clockwise, <laughs> motherfucker. Well, I wanted to be indifferent today. It's always clockwise. Also, not you're right. I'm, I'm, we're, you know, face to face. But what's up? It's Zaria Machini, and your face as well. Uh, and my news this week is about the Attack on Titan Orchestra concert. Uh, Pony Canyon USA revealed on Twitter on Tuesday that the uh, orca- orchestra concert will stream... Uh, outside of Japan starting on August uh, 22nd at uh, at 6 p.m. JST. I don't know what that is in our... our, Yeah, but I don't know what that is converted to our time. We're like 12 hours ahead. Okay. Or behind. Whatever one. Well, if you want to live stream that, you'll just have to, I guess, pay attention to the time and the day. But, but yeah, that should be sweet. I'll, That's I'll be, four I'll, o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's four o'clock in the morning Central Time, dude. Yeah, four o'clock in the morning. You can uh, stay up, pull an all-nighter, 
and watch sweet live at Attack on Titan. Is on when a, is the concert? Was it on like a Saturday uh, or Friday? August 22nd. Okay, cool. So it'll yep. be out after the episode's out. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just uh, stay tuned for that. That can be pretty sweet. I'm sure that Sweet even over? after the live stream, they, they'll probably have like a recording of it, so you can watch it afterwards. But sleepover, dude, we could totally do a sleepover. Sleepover, yeah. Attack on Titan Orchestra sleepover. All nighter, <laughs> magic. Magic all nighter. Attack on Titan. Titan ending. Yep, I'm Hell down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, next to me, <laughs> what's up, Frenchie here? Um, so I've talked about this before, but it is officially out now. The Volume 1 audiobook of Sword Art Online, now available through Yen Audio. And not just an audiobook telling the stories of Kirito and Asuna, it's actually voice recorded by Bryce Pappenbrook, the voice of Kirito. I think this is a really cool thing that I've never seen another show do. And I'm really excited. I think this is actually going to make me go listen slash read the light novels now. And I'm really excited to kind of hear it from Bryce's voice as well. Uh, will Bryce make, like, an Asuna voice while he's... <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope he voices conversations, like, between him and Asuna, Kirito and Asuna, and just, like, tries to make an Asuna voice. That'd be That'd funny. That'd be, be beautiful. <laughs> and then wrapping up our news, to my right... Hello, it is me, WikWiki, and, uh, the stuff I have for each stuff thing I have for you today is uh, Love All Play, a badminton novel, gets TV anime next spring, and people that you don't know me, I love badminton. <laughs> I slay in badminton. I used to get yelled at in badminton PE because my serve was whether or not it was legal or not. It was. It was tight as hell. Just saying. And this kind of got me hyped because badminton's awesome and Haikyuu's kind of hype and so is Provino Basket. I'm starting to really like sports anime. <laughs> Anyways, yep. So look forward to that, you know what I'm saying? A backgammon, or badminton, excuse me. Bad, what the frick is backgammon? you say backgammon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My like brain went That's so way. different. Yeah, yeah. Is that like a, a badminton anime. Yeah, dude. That's already a ping pong anime. A volleyball anime. A swimming anime. A basketball anime. Tennis anime. Tennis, like what, like what do you mean? There's a fucking ping pong anime. Yeah, yeah. like what, what is, what's Ice I skating. forgot about that one. What you do? Ping pong the animation. It's just, it, it's so weird hearing the fact that badminton's gonna be an anime, because we, sports anime in general, to a degree, is a bit weird for are some. awesome. They are really they are good, amazing. but it's just really weird being like, hey, this is a anime, just Basically, sports. We make they, movies they just based of off the, sports. Yeah, they follow a lot of the same like shonen tropes. Yeah. You, just, you ever seen Balls of Fury? You ever yeah. seen Blades of Glory? <laughs> just saying. I like how you're just naming like really bad movies. <laughs> Those movies are hilarious. <laughs> they are hilarious, but they are terrible. No, yeah, they're not movies, terrible. I remember the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> not Rudy. Not remember the Titans. Coach Carter. <laughs> well, none of the good ones. Just. This Balls is good. Fury. I'll fight you guys Blades on this. I swear to God. I do love Balls of Fury, though. That movie's so good. Christopher Walken playing <laughs> the main villain <laughs> yeah. as a fucking, like, almost um, emperor level fucking yeah. ping pong player. Your ball, it missed the table. I can't do a good Christopher Walken impression, anyways, yep. And joining us today, we have a very special guest, uh, co founder and CEO of Quasi Nerdfest, Kevin Hurt. QC Nerdfest, that's me. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, good. Thanks for the interview, guys. Thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate it. 
so Kevin, you know, you we've mentioned that you're a co-founder of Quad Senior Fest. What kind of went into kind of getting this thing started for you guys, and what have been some of the biggest challenges for you over the years to keep it going? Uh, yeah, so this is actually our first year, which is kind of hard to uh, wrap your head around just because it's so big. Um, so, I mean, one of the, the biggest things is just um, the amount of time that goes into an event this big. Uh, but, yeah, um, there's there's been a lot of challenges along the way. Um, but I, you know, it's with any big project like this, you just kind of have to take each step and break it down and then, and then work towards a successful event. Now, now we have a really cool, huge event ahead of us. You know, there's over 100 activities that weekend. Um, 48 vendors, I think, is the last count we had. Holy wow. cow, that's a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, for, for you, this is the first year, you said? Yeah. You guys um, are going We also up. have, like, some really cool um, attractions uh, that we've announced. We have the world's tallest dice tower being built by Quad City Collab. We have... Uh, we're on the Brazen Monkey Tour, um, so uh, John Marks will be bringing out the Battle Cats from He-Man. They're 400-pound structures. That's um, insane. I just spent crazy. so much money <laughs> at Anime Iowa, <laughs> and now I'm thinking I'm about to spend so much more money <laughs> at this, and I'm not ready for it. It's going to be okay, though. Um, I'm sure I'm sure you'll make it. Oh, yeah, and I'll figure something out. I'll Your sell my soul wallet. to the devil. Your poor wallet. God, I'll actually start OnlyFans, and we'll see where that goes. We'll see what happens. I'm telling you, man. Are you I allowed to have, have two too. accounts? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's uh, insane. So this is your first year. What kind of got you guys the idea to get it started? So it actually started as a joke. We were, we were sitting around um, the shop one day. This is when back... Um, when COVID first happened, and we're sitting at uh, Nerd HQ, I, uh, my buddies own Nerd HQ, and uh, I was helping them do some remodeling at the place, and we're sitting around like, what if we did uh, like a nerd con? And we're like, we don't want to be a convention. What if we did a nerd festival? And then we were all talking about how, oh yeah, we can like line up tents outside and and, and have, like, a couple vendors inside. And I'm like, nerds don't go outside. We have to do... We need more space. So I'm like, you know, I, I know some people. Let's let's make a call to the River Center. Um, and then it just kind of evolved from there. So That's um, amazing. And now now we have three venues for the event. We have the River Center, the Radisson, and Army all booked for the event. And we have every single part of those spaces... Um, just pack the stuff. Like, if you pull up the nerd map, you can see um, we have an interactive map on the website. You can see just all the different things that you have. And actually, this, uh, this people don't know because I haven't announced it yet, but we actually have the National Guard coming and they're bringing a rock wall. Whoa, nice. Oh my gosh. So, there's going to be a lot of free stuff to do, too. I mean, we have a, um, a free Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament uh, if you like cards. Um, we have uh, a lot of the interactive stuff is free. It comes with your um, your wristband for the weekend or for the day if you get a day pass. Um, so there's a lot of stuff to do, even without spending a ton of money. 
do you guys have magic tournaments going on? Do we have what? Magic the Gathering. Yes, we have a uh, $500 prize pool for a still dent tournament on Friday. Um, Whoa. So you get, uh, and we're actually going all the way. You get six, um, six uh, set boosters um, to build your deck with. Uh, and it's not, so it's, it's not draft style because we don't want people passing cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to do steel deck style. So you'll get six, and then you'll get all the lands that you need uh, to build your deck, and then go from there. Uh, and it's from the new uh, D&D set. The Forgotten Realms. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Am I going to have to blow some money? Yeah. Am I going to have to go and blow some yeah, money? Yeah, and actually, and actually, you can, if, if you wanted to, that tournament is, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a day pass to get into that thing. It's, it's 40 bucks. Uh, for that pass, or um, you, it's it's only a fifteen dollar add on to your weekend pass for that tournament. Um, so you're definitely uh, you're definitely getting your value there. This is uh, insane. I think I, I think when we broke down the numbers, what you get in product is is just about at cost of what you're um, what you're getting. Plus, there's a prize pool. So I saw one of your guys's. Uh, uh, Venue or uh, uh, what's the word? Vendors. Vendors. Yes, is um, third degree hearts. Yeah, we actually just picked them up. Um, we met them over at uh, Anime Iowa, and there, and uh, it just we just we actually added more space because we got the approval from the city to go from a twenty foot walkway to ten, so we were able to add a little bit more vendor space. So we picked up a couple vendors at Anime Iowa while we were there. I have some of his artwork. He's really good. Uh, He's another incredible. good one we just um, I just picked up is uh, to- Total Party Kill Games. I don't think I've heard of that one. So um, they uh, they do uh, custom dice and stuff like that. They're originally from Quad Cities. Um, they moved away, but they're coming back for Nerd Fest. With you, I think we walked past their booth. Did we? I walked yeah. past a bunch of booths. I, I know, but they they had like the I think the dice with the, like the squiggles on. Oh it. yeah, no, you know, are you talking about the, the they had a bunch of D and D and Pathfinder stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they were in my I were or not. We uh, they they sent me an email. Oh okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know if they were at anime I Um, they kind of do. Uh, not the anime anime I was a, a big convention by its own right. Uh, I but I think they do uh, more of the generalized conventions. You know, yeah. one the, the conventions that have multi um, stuff going on, mm-hmm. multi targeting markets, what they call it. It just means that you're not um, just doing one um, genre. Yeah, so, okay. not just comic books, not just video games, not just anime, but just right, nerd but, stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, exactly. So they'll, so I, I think, I think they've been at like C two E two and Gen Con and stuff like that. That the, the ones that have like multi marketed. Uh, audiences. I just like how this just started as a joke, dude. Like that's hilarious to me. That it, and it yeah. just turned into something that's this huge right off the bat is insane. Yeah. Well, look. Well, look at penicillin. I mean, penicillin was discovered on accident, right? That's fair. It was it was molded in somebody's fridge, and now it becomes like one of our leading uh, sources of medical development. That's fair. Alright, yeah, that's, that's also pretty tight to you. Shout out to penicillin. Yeah. Yeah, dude, fridge guy. Fridge guy. Do you know what penicillin is? <laughs> Something is it's, like it's a medicine. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say it has something to do with diabetes. 
No, that's insulin. Oh. <laughs> it, it ends in in. I'm close enough. Yeah. Is it like a pain reliever? Penicillin's one of the you know, leading I, I will, parts. I will keep the major. medical references to a minimum for the rest of the interview. <laughs> yeah, penicillin's like one of the leading components of medicine nowadays. Oh yeah, I knew that. <laughs> yeah, I think, was it Marie Curie? I think that discovered it. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. I remember. I read I an article I don't about know it. Who yep. Discovered it. Oh. So I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at this map, and I see a wizard, druid, cleric, and barbarian room. Don't forget the rogue room. And, and, okay, and the rogue room. Well, the rogues are sneaky. I can understand why he would. would you, that room's yeah. hidden. Yeah. Would you care yeah. to explain those as well as battle dome? Yes, I would explain all those. So, um, <laughs> the first four you mentioned, the cleric room, the druid room, the wizard room, and the barbarian room are our panel uh, panel rooms. Uh, we have four panel rooms. They each fit uh, about 100 people in there, but because of restrictions, we're only putting 50 people in there. Fair enough. Um, so, those, uh, so, still a good-sized panel. Um, they have TV access for the panelists. We have... Um, 32 panels, something like that, for the weekend. Um, let me pull up panels on the website. There's a bunch. So if you go to the, the nerd, uh, slash panels, you can see all those panels. You can actually register for the panels that you want. Um, oh, before you even panels. go? What's that? Is it so you could, before you even go, you can register for the panel? Before to you even you go, spot? you can register your spot for the panels. Oh, that's tight. That's oh. really sweet. That's yep, super organized. Email, that email you can show for your confirmation. Um, so we have a ton of stuff. Anything from, we have uh, KP doing some stuff. We have a bunch of cosplay panels. We have Katie and Eric's Infinite Quest on here. Uh, she's a, a t- uh, um, her and her uh, partner is uh, our TikTokers. They have over a million followers. We have deck building. We have Nicolina's Turtle Conservation, which is an interactive thing for uh, kids to come and hang out with Nicolina. Um, she is really cool. She actually started a um, foundation that helps uh, wildlife conservation and turtles. Um, and Save she, the like, turtles. Stuff. So, and she's 10. She's so, 10? What? Yeah, she's 10. That's probably the coolest part. So she, um, uh, she's actually going to be here tomorrow picking up some passes here at the office, picking up some passes for uh, for her and her friends to come and hang out and, and do these panels and do some meet and greet stuff. Um, we got some maker stuff. You can learn how to do martial arts with Arabian uh, Night Armory. A bunch of stuff. How to how to write a book uh, or publish a book with uh, Ben Wolf. So. Just a lot of cool things that weekend that you can do. So that's that's what those rooms are for. This really um, is nerd fest. Yeah, yeah. It really you can't tell, but all of us are fucking grinning right now, man. <laughs> the the, the more you're talking the road about room it, room is really cool um, because it's our big room. So it's got you know it sits like two hundred plus people in there. Um, that's where the pajama party is after hours. Um, that's where. Uh, with KP the cosplayer, or um, I'm sorry, KP the YouTuber, um, she's hosting a pajama party. That's where um, they're gonna do like the kids cosplay contest and a couple other things in there, as well as just a meetup area throughout the convention. Um, that's the rogue room. The battle dome is our esports area. 
Um, uh, so we're going to be do streaming um, esports tournaments uh, throughout the weekend. I'll pull up the schedule. We have Rocket League. Actually, I'm just kidding. I think instead of Rocket League, I think we're going to be doing Pokemon Unite. Oh, is that oh. Is, is that that new uh, that the new, new MOBA? One. Yeah, yeah, that yeah that's tight. a new one. So I th- there's been so much hype about it. I think we're gonna switch out Rocket League for Pokemon Unite for that slot. Then we have a Brawlhalla tournament. Uh, we have on Saturday a Super Smash Bros tournament, and then let's go. <laughs> yeah, and then on Sunday um, we have. Mario Kart tournament and a, a Pokemon Sword Shield tournament, um, and then we also have showcases for that weekend. So we're gonna have, um, we're we're still looking for a few teams of five to join, but we're gonna have a showcase for Smash Bros. and a show, showcase for Mario Kart. Okay, okay. So, so I'm, I may be getting ahead of myself here. <laughs> But, like, have you guys already started planning for next year, too? Uh, yeah, actually, so next year's uh, event will be the 19th, 20th, and 21st of August. So we actually planned it that way, so it's the weekend before all the local schools get back in session. So it'll be like a last uh, last weekend bash kind of deal. Last hurrah um, for the summer, yeah. Yep, and then we also have one in Cedar Falls in February. The dates are the 13th. No, 12th and 13th. Good Up to know. Falls, and that one's sponsored by Holiday Inn. Okay. All right. Sweet. Hell yeah, dude. The, the more the... Uh, so that's, that that's Fast Express. Nice. So, um, that's going to be a small one, about 3,000 people, something like that. <laughs> small one. Small. And, like, Anime Iowa let in 2,000 people. Yeah. Well, we're already sitting at a attendance of 3,000 people. We have... Um, a thousand per day, which put a, puts us at attendance of three thousand people, um, and we don't really have a cap. So I mean, people can buy their tickets all the way up to day up. They can they can get there and just buy tickets. Um, we'll probably see close to twelve thousand uh, between uh, ten to twelve thousand people this first year. That is that that is a lot of people for a a, 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 j- a thing that started as a joke. Yeah, yeah. like. Just to start out, that is awesome. The more you keep talking about it, the yeah. more I really well, can't I mean, believe it. It just started the, randomly. <laughs> the jo- jokes aside, we have been planning this for over a year now. So we, we we put a lot of work into it to make sure it's a big quality event. Um, it know, definitely we're shows. Working, we're able to do a lot of good with it, too. I mean, we support uh, 12, I think maybe 13 now, non-for-profits slash charities. Um, with this event we uh we've been able to get back to the community throughout the year um on different outreach stuff we did we did uh um we did sealed uh trick-or-treat uh drive-through um so that people had an opportunity to go trick-or-treating um you know when when it wasn't available um because kobe kind of shut everything down so we we opened up a uh a sealed um drive-through one we did uh stockings at Christmas time, we gave 60, yeah, 60 stockings uh, for uh, foster kids and at-risk, uh, at-risk kids. Um, so we were able to do a lot of uh, um, charities already over the year, just kind of leading up to it. And we're going to do a lot more next year. That is so, awesome. Just throwing an idea out there. Have you ever thought of doing like a Nerdvember 
where maybe like discount, um, you know, stuff for next year, and maybe like half the proceeds or something like that go to a nonprofit. That is an excellent idea. Um, so just like doing a sale where all the proceeds for that sale would go to nonprofit. I actually really like that idea. Nerdvember. Uh, yeah. Nerds. Nerdzember. I'm gonna I'm gonna trademark it and then I'm gonna give you guys the credit for it. I like that. Um, <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I'll, I'll send it to the team. Let them let them know what uh, see what they think. You know. Um. So from what it sounds like, as you've been describing stuff, that even with COVID going on, you guys have really been able to kind of maneuver around and still find a way to really put together some really cool things for this coming up a uh, couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I want to go so yeah. bad. <laughs> uh, it was a lot of work, <laughs> but we did it. I just got we that song it. stuck in my head. We did it. We did it. Hooray. We did it. Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> Nos facimos. And meninos. I, I have no idea what either of you two just said. <laughs> Nos facimos literally just means we did it. Oh. I did not do well in Spanish in high school, if that tells you anything. Well... That's or science, apparently. That, that's Spanish taught to, like, three-year-olds. No, I know what, I know what penicillin is, so... Now! I did good in science. Um, Just gosh. looking at the panel list and looking at, like, the vendors and everything, God, I want to go. I'm really... I, I'm tempted. Uh, so where can people find out information about uh, NerdFest, and where can they go for uh, purchasing tickets? Yeah, so um, you can find it right there on the website. Um, I've sent you guys some links so you can put them on, so you can link them in the, the podcast or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's it's just qcnerdfest.com um, is the homepage, uh, and then there's tabs for everything. Like, if you want passes, you just go to the passes tab. Um, if you want uh, the schedule that will be up before this podcast goes live, um, that will be up there. Um uh, if you want to uh, sign up for your panels ahead of time, that's up there. If you need a hotel room because you're traveling, we, we worked out a really cool deal with the Radisson for a very low rate for the weekend so that you're not, like, paying outrageous um, convention fees for the hotel. Um, and the Radisson is literally connected to the venues that we're using. So um, I, awesome. I can get drunk that night and crawl back to my hotel room. Yep. yep, and we actually have after hours. So I got the schedule right here. So we have after hours activities going until like one a.m. <laughs> oh my God. I like I like to party. So <laughs> yeah. if anybody knows well, me, I like to get there's, messed there's up. Bars, uh, there's bars uh, inside of uh, all the venues. There we go. Um, we have um, uh, we have a partnership. Now with uh, Zeke's, I don't know if you've ever heard of Zeke's Island Cafe, or you guys, I don't know if you get it from the area, but... I've heard of it. So, they are going to be doing uh, 15% off that weekend uh, with your wristband, so it's the restaurant that's, that just opened a new location, and it's in River Music Experience, which is one of our venues. It's uh, over there by where the, the rock wall will be, um, and uh, so you can go there and get a discount they're making a health and mana potion um both non-alcoholic and alcoholic so Absolutely. am i gonna have to convince the wife for us to go i think i have to convince bro this the is wife. a week after we go to planet comic it is the week right after planet comic take out a loan or something it's, but, yeah. be fine. i've already done that 
Take out, a, take out another one. Consolidate your debts. Oh my Honestly, God. you can always go bankrupt. You can just clear bankruptcy and you'd be fine, right? Yeah. So it's all good. Yeah. If Michael Scott did it, anyone can do it. Yeah, exactly. My I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> um, so correct me wrong. Is the River Center where An Amazing is being is held every year in Davenport? Uh, yes. We what? don't. I don't really talk about that. Though. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, I will. I will plead the fifth on that. One. I don't really know the guy. I know his. Uh, I know his. Um, his reputation. Reputation. Um, we don't associate with him. I don't really know him. Um, but that's not something that we want to really be involved in just because we do work with a lot of uh, families and charities um, so yeah. we I just it's 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 too risky to even have any sort of uh, relationship with him or his affiliates uh, not not to say anything uh, for or against him um, I'm just we just we don't really talk about it. <laughs> oh, no. I was mostly just trying to confirm because we went to that con last year before knowing yeah. all the stuff about him. Um, I was just trying to confirm in my mind that it was the same place. Same, same place. Um, I've seen, I've seen their setup um, because I've been through walkthroughs after they're out of the, uh, after they've left. Um, and then I went there last year before I knew about him as well too. Um, but just looking at the space, they use probably one quarter. Of what the great hall space is um so we use the whole space and two other venues so um, oh my God. Yeah. a lot more to expect oh, yeah. <laughs> well yeah i mean yeah i mean they they i i think they had like five vit- vendors this year we have 48 so yeah, that's a that's, that's a just lot. <laughs> so real quick because i was looking i was looking at your the, like getting the tickets and everything. I noticed the three day pass, seventy five yeah. bucks a piece. Does that include the tournaments? Let me see. What are, are you looking at? Which what are we looking at? The three day pass. He said the match of the right. gathering was an extra fifteen on top of the three day. Oh, yeah, just that. for that one. Okay. Um, the Yu Gi Oh one is included. Uh, the only extra fees are for the big, the big tournament. So like the big prize pool. Um, mm-hmm. The the big prize pool. So. Um, and that's because those day passes are already discounted. Um, so that makes sense. Yeah. So it's just to it's just to justify the cost. So if you if you look at it in a just a numbers, uh, seventy five bucks for the weekend. That's twenty five dollars a day, right? Yeah. So if you add fifteen to that, that's forty, which would be what a day pass would cost you for mm-hmm. that tournament. Um, and then so and then the other days already have their value. Um, so we just got to justify the extra cost of materials. Um, and it's not really like, we don't make, we don't make a ton of money off of this and that's not really ever going to be the goal. The goal is to make sure we have a really fun time. Um, we can really support a lot of people, uh, and we can give back. So, I mean, we literally, for as big as this thing is, we've made it as cheap as possible. Um, so, and we've, we've kind of rolled all the costs into the, the, the price of the, of the mission. So, we made sure that there's tons of value included. Um, we have uh, tons of activities that you can do. Uh, we have a scavenger hunt. We have free prizes and stuff that you can get. So um, it yeah. definitely sounds like a hell of a deal in my mind. Like yeah. honestly, yeah, and it just it does sound like it'll be a good ass time. Like well, I feel just... like anybody who goes there. And they say that they didn't have a good time. It sounds like it's their own fault. Yeah, it's because they sat in their hotel room yeah. for three days. Yeah, honestly, it was just like 
for how much probably, stuff you have going on and the price that you're charging people to come in, I feel like is it way too generous than what I feel like most people would do. And I I, I respect the shit out of that. Yeah. Like, and how much stuff you guys are able to do with that too is insane. It's a lot of number crunching. And it costs a lot of money to put on. I mean, we probably have um, uh, over 100 grand wrapped into this thing. Yeah, that's insane. That's more money than I'll probably ever see in my entire life. Yep. Um, yeah. So, so I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's possible. But. Yeah, that's, that's... I meant like in one sitting. Oh. Not I mean, like... Oh, okay. Uh, Not like... Well, I, we yeah. didn't see it in one sitting either. It just kind of came in and went out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it came and left. Yeah. Handed to you, handed to someone else. Handed yeah. to you, handed to someone else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're kind of looking at some of your guests, and it seems like you guys have a pretty wide variety of people. You mentioned that KP, the YouTuber, a couple TikTokers, and cosplayers, as well as you mentioned the guy that's bringing the Battle Cats from He-Man. How did you guys kind of reach out to all these different people, or did they actually come to you for any of them? Honestly, a lot of them did come to us. Um... A lot of them came to us because, uh, you know, we run a pretty aggressive SEO marketing campaign. Um, so it reaches kind of all over the world. And, and then, you know, I mean, there's, there's a few that I personally reached out to. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, no, they, a lot of our special guests are like, hey, this looks cool. How can we join you? And we have a ro- uh, really cool relationship with a lot of these um, guests because they're really cool people to hang out with. And, and talk to and, and, and been able to work with over this year. So um, really got a good selection of, of cool special guests. Um, and then the cosplayers, um, uh, a lot of that was Sunny Doom Cosplay. She runs our cosplay department. Um, she's a department head over there. Uh, I met her at C2E2 two years ago, and then we just became friends. And then when you know we needed a department head for this department, I reached out to her, and she was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then she brought all of her friends along, who are just big name stars. So nice. um, that's kind of how that worked out. Nerds helping nerds. Hell yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, when you do something for the right reason, uh, it Pe- kind of it Pe- kind of works itself out. Yeah. If you build it, they will come. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's been said, I think, in every single one of my interviews. Heck yeah, we're not letting you down. <laughs> to be fair, it's <laughs> right you. near Dyersville, so. <laughs> I think I might have been the only one that actually knows that reference Probably. in this group. But Who knows what? Dyersville, Field of Dreams. How? Why would I say that if I didn't know the reference? Yeah, but did you know what Dyersville, the Field of Dreams is in Dyersville, Iowa? I don't know what the town was, but I know what the movie is. That's why I was saying that when I said Dyer... Never mind, just moving on. Yeah, um, Jesus Christ. So you mentioned, you mentioned the thing in Cedar Falls. What are some things to look forward to for that in February? Uh, yeah, so uh, it's going to be a, uh, it's a much smaller scale event. I mean, we're going to have vendors there. We'll still have a, a cosplay contest. Um, we'll still have some video games, although we're not going to probably do um, any big tournaments. Uh, but we'll have we'll probably do I don't know maybe maybe a box tournament for um, each of the three TCGs. So something small like that, um, and then probably. Probably just the esports. We'll we'll probably do trophies again for the esports tournaments. Um, we have trophies for the cosplay tournament as well, so we'll probably do that. Um, it's, it's gonna be a fun time, just smaller. Um, but like I said, about three thousand people. Um, so we'll probably instead of doing big case turnings, we'll probably do like a box turning for the TCGs, 
Um, the schedule's still um, in the works of being made for that one, as well as next year. Uh, so we still got to go over uh, a lot of the logistics and stuff, because we do have to bring a team out there, because we all kind of live either here in the Quad Cities or in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So we got to solidify what team is going to be able to take that weekend off, go up there, uh, and uh, run the event. I mean, I'll definitely be there, but I mean, this is slowly but surely becoming my full-time position. (laughs) (laughs) Slowly but surely. It seems like it's already in full swing. (laughs) It's more of a full-time position than I have time for. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that. But it's it's definitely worth it. Every, Every little hiccup, every... Um, stressful moment and every um, bit of laughter has been definitely worth it. Yeah. So what are some, uh, any guest names or anything we could look forward to for either February or potentially next year? Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, just like I didn't know who was coming to this one until they reached out to me. Uh, we'll definitely, we'll, we'll definitely have some big cosplayers there. Um, we will have to have another interview. Um, after Nerdfest and talk about maybe some of the guests there might want to come. Um, we might get a big name for, we'll get a couple big names for next year's um, Nerdfest, uh, some big voice actors. This year we wanted kind of to target more things that were going to be interactive. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought the idea of um, going somewhere and paying a special guest um I don't know. I think they charge probably like 70 bucks or what something for their autograph was always kind of weird to me. Um, but I mean, I, I might just be weird. Uh, and that's, that's okay. Uh, okay. so I didn't really look for anything like that. Um, for Nerdfest, I, I looked for people. Um, and when people were reaching out to me and asking if they wanted to join, I was like, well, what is it going to, you know, is it going to cost my guest anything? Is it going to be, Interactive? Do you have a good personality? Are you some someone you know people want to be around? And I can generally say, genuinely say, everybody that we have on our guest list this year will be a really cool person to be around. Nice. So and they're all interactive. They're all friendly. They're all going to be cool. It's going to be a good time. Um, it's you know you're not going to spend seventy five bucks for a signature. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's the direction we go um, in the the future years. But I just I I don't know. Um, maybe maybe there's some negotiating on my part that I can do after we're a bit bigger to get big names to come and and not do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, but we'll see. Um, I don't know about um anything for sure for uh, February because we haven't made the official announcement yet. So people haven't reached out to us about it yet. So gotcha. this is like this is like an uh, exclusive dates that I'm dropping for your guys' podcast. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. But yeah. well, we appreciate it. Yeah. I've already, I'm going to set aside money specifically for these tickets. Yeah. Yeah, we just, uh, we just, uh, we did, we did tell people at Anime Iowa that there's going to be um, more to come because we had just gotten the news. Um, I've had a few interviews since then and I haven't brought it up, so. Um, I feel so special right now. Right? I feel so <laughs> special. It's for the people. It's for the oh, people. Yeah. It's for the nerds. FTP, for the people. FTP. FTM, for the nerds. So, I'm just over here on my homepage looking at this countdown, and I just realized 
that we only have 16 days summer. Yeah, it's yeah. so close. It's and, like... and when this goes live, we will only have nine days till nerd. <laughs> oh boy! Oh god, this is exciting. And this this countdown gives me joy and anxiety at the same time. <laughs> oh, like, I totally as any that. countdown would. Um, but <laughs> just think, once this countdown's over, another one's gonna start. <laughs> it's just gonna—it's right. a never-ending cycle. And that one will be uh, even shorter because the, the days will move ahead of day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we talked some of the challenges you had. What have been some of the biggest enjoyments for you over this year process? Oh man, just the whole the whole part of being able to give back is very close to my heart. So like, um, you guys have probably heard of the USO. Um, mm-hmm. They help. They they've been a big part of my life as a you know I was a soldier. <gasps> um, I'm now I'm now uh, medically retired. Um, but they've they've come to my need like when I didn't have presents for my kids because I was struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, dad that just came back from um, you know a deployment and I you know was broke because I couldn't get back to my job. Um, they were there when we were traveling, so it it brought me a lot of joy to give them passes this year. I we we dropped off 120 um, Nerdfest uh, superhero passes to the USO. Um, to give out. Uh, we also, um, this last, uh, this last year, or sorry, this last past year, I, um, was blessed to be able to be a, uh, counselor at a camp called, um, um, Royal Family Kids Camp, and then I was a counselor for Royal Family Kids Club, um, and they work with, uh, at-risk foster kids, uh, so we were also able to give the foster families, um, 120 passes as well to NerdFest. Uh, so just 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 that in uh, those moments to be able to give back in such a way that will make an impact on people's lives, um, we're definitely huge blessings and and make kind of this journey all worth it. Um, so uh, that just working with people, meeting all the people, seeing how how much people are just excited for this event to come to the area has really been a blessing. For sure, you know it's, it's definitely something people want. Um, it's it's something this area can definitely benefit from. Um, so it's just been kind of a blessing working um, with everyone. Working with the city, we we are uh, um, we have a partnership with uh, Visit Quad Cities. They've helped a lot. Um, we have a par- partnership with all the venues. The venues have been really cool to work with, um, really accommodating. Uh, so yeah, just working with people, meeting people, and, and being able to give back is definitely brought a lot of joy to my life over the last year. Um, Definitely outweighs any of the stress. We just became best friends. <laughs> uh, I, accept, I accept it. <laughs> uh, you said you were a soldier. You're going to make fun of me for this. And I'm not... I'm prepared fully. because I was in the Navy. Okay. I was I was in like for four years. <laughs> yeah, I know. You yeah. Squidward. Not the Navy! Yeah, it's... Uh, but, okay. yeah, I do. the USO is, is one of the best organizations out there. It's not even funny. We yeah, also... Yeah, somebody's got to be on the boats, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, we, God damn it. We just recently did a... Well, we, I wasn't there for it, but the other boys in this podcast did an interview with an artist that was also a veteran. Yeah. And he does uh, the 22 a day stuff 
for uh, oh, really? raising money for the suicide awareness for uh, veterans that have committed suicide. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and if you want his contact information, I'm pretty sure Crimson over here can send it to you because I'm pretty sure he would be 100% down to work with you just from the aspect He's a of great artist just from also. the aspect of being veterans. I know a lot of people like that try and help each other out when yeah. they can, no matter what, because. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're always brothers and sisters, no matter what happens. So yeah. absolutely, yeah. What does he do? What is he runs the foundation? You said. Uh, so he well, he's an artist. Uh, he does like drawings and stuff like that. But as artists do, as yeah. artists do. <laughs> but he's done a what lot is, of. Uh, do you know his? Do you know his? Uh, do you know his, his company's name? Uh, it's Mighty Pegasus is what he goes under. He's not. He's like a, a, a independent. In, yeah, independent artist. But he's worked. Uh, to raise money back for uh, Zack Snyder when that whole thing with his uh, family was going down. He got to meet him. He yeah. raised money for uh, just a bunch of different awareness groups and stuff. And he's a great guy. So so his, the proceeds to his art go to uh, uh, just to, to get back and stuff? I'm not... I believe so. I'm not I think 100% he's sure. He's done a couple drives to help yeah. raise money. I think overall he does use a lot of the artwork to still kind of, you know, support him and his family. But he is very big about reaching out and helping people mm-hmm. with um, drives and stuff like that. He helped, I think they raised over $50,000 mm-hmm. in the one that he worked with with Zack Snyder, the uh, film director. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's yeah, overall very yeah, humble, yeah. very send great him, guy. Send him my information. I'd love to help him out whatever way I can. Yeah, definitely will do. Um, yeah. I'll send you over his information as well, and you can just tell him that I sent you and stuff. And Plus, he's a damn good artist. Holy shit. He's a great artist. Yeah. Look at this. Nerds are great for the community. Dude, nerds are really great for the community. Nerds helping nerds, just like it's, I said earlier. Right. It, this is well, what the Bible meant um, when they said yeah, the new I mean, challenge we, we also have, like, a uh, silent auction, the nerd care uh, auction, too, so maybe um, that's another way to kind of partner with them. That All that's... Uh, so all the funds from the Nerd Care auction this year go to um, uh, make no, I'm sorry, Bethany House, um, and then Nerdfest actually matches all the proceeds dollar for dollar. So that's Whoa. just another way we can partner with people. So yeah, send it, yeah, send his information over, and maybe we can we can do something. I you know I can maybe help the foundation, or maybe we can hook him up with the artist spot. Uh, I'm getting really good at creating space where there is no space. So. <laughs> That's fair. Those are Tetris skills right there. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm telling you, my resume over the year has de- definitely grown. Uh, I'm a, uh, a back-end web developer, a front-end web developer, a uh, uh, vendor connoisseur. <laughs> you become very versatile. <laughs> See, so I'm like a Rubik's cube. Yeah. See, now next year you got to have like a Tetris tournament, and then you can just mop the floor with everyone and keep your own trophy. Yeah, I would absolutely do that. <laughs> Heck yeah! But but we need to find a way for it to be IRL Tetris. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could have, like, a giant stand, like, so, like we, we can get a bunch of people together, build a bunch of puzzle pieces. Oh, no, let's just drop furniture on people. Oh, man, what if we just all cosplayed, cosplayed as Tetris people? <laughs> yeah. Let's go! Jump off a and, ledge. And, and, and then to... just play the game and use the drone to, to film it. Yep, that's yes. actually really fucking awesome. That'd be so funny, dude. That's a late night, dude. That's when the bunch of people are, like, drunk as hell. Do. We literally just gotta, like, put cardboard boxes together and paint them. Yeah, right? Yes. <laughs> Nerdfest trying real-life Tetris. <laughs> so, from this, we've you've gotten Nerdvember and real-life Tetris. <laughs> 
Uh, this is probably the most productive interview I've ever had. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, That's you love to hear it. That's Granted, it's the only about. interview I had today, but... Um, hey, only one that matters. That's right, that's right. True, true story. And, uh, eventually, when I get my PC built up, I'm going to start streaming, and every year during the... The 22, uh, 22 a day thing, I want to do like a like a 24 hour streams as long as I can. I'm like trying to take vacation and do a, a day where I bring someone that was, that's a, that's a veteran that goes into, like does stuff what you're doing when it comes to working with charities and then try and get, I'm not going to have a big audience starting off, but hopefully one day we get, during those streams that pops off, you know, we get all kinds of money coming in to save people's lives, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, dude. That'd be, that'd be really cool, man. Let, let me know. I'll come in as a... I guess. Me too. In Tetris. I just gotta get. Okay, whoa, yeah. hold up. <laughs> You've never seen my Tetris skills. Tetris Street. You've never seen his Tetris skills. Well, you know, he, we, I've heard about it just now, but he hasn't heard about mine. His is three subpar. dimensions, alright? Yours is only in two dimensions. Okay, so that's, well, he's on a whole other level. Okay, you know what? You're right. I'm gonna lose. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not good for me. I just signed up for something that I'm not good <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of the big things they teach you at school is never sign up for something you can't win. Do you know how many slap bets I've done to where I thought well, I was going to win? You don't have to be afraid of losing. You never never fear failure. I mean, you get you get a you get a hundred no's for every question that you don't ask. So I just got super motivated right now. As Michael Scott once said, you miss a hundred shots, and hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky. Michael Scott. Michael Scott. Yeah, that was Michael Scott quoting Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Uh, so, Kevin, we're kind of running a little short on time. What are some things that people just should know about NerdFest as we get into the last couple of weeks before you guys get started? Yeah. So, um, I would definitely say get your hotel room as soon as possible um, if you plan on traveling, um, especially nine days out. Uh, if you want to, you want to get your your spot because you don't want to have to hike. But we do have we have several hotels in the area. But honestly, you're going to get the best experience if you just stay there at the Radisson because it's literally connected to the event. Um, so hotel room, I'd say get uh, often if you're planning on traveling, uh, or even if you just want to be in the area. If you're already from the area and you just want to be there, um, like I know my team will. Um, uh, so so plan plan ahead. Um, I will I will tell you there's a. Uh, um, a lot of, we're going to have food trucks outside, um, so there's going to be a lot of, uh, make sure you plan your meals. Um, a, a big thing that a lot of people overlook when they go to conventions, especially conventions this far, make sure you have a budget set aside for meals. Man. There's a lot of places that you can eat that aren't that aren't super expensive around here, um, but that is one thing that people often forget when they go to big conventions is, is meal planning. Um, yeah. um, make sure you... Uh, um, if, if you're, uh, if you're looking for stuff to do, uh, I always, uh, suggest like look over the schedule, um, pick at least three big things you want to do. Um, so make sure you, you attend at least those three big, big things that you really want to do and then be flexible and just kind of explore is, is how I, I find to be the best, um, con going experience or festival going experience is, is, uh, pick three things you really want to do. Uh, and then just kind of be flexible around the rest of the schedule and just explore and see everything because there's no way that any big festival or convention 
and pack everything into their schedule. So a lot of the stuff you're going to discover just by exploring. Um, so if you pick the three, like, three big things you really want to do, that gives you the flexibility to really experience a whole um, spectrum of, of uh, experiences that we um, And then I think maybe the last uh, thing as far as prep goes um, is tell your friends. Because if you go to conventions with friends or um, festivals with friends, it usually makes it um, more enjoyable. Not that you won't meet friends, because I've met several friends that uh, most of my friends I have now, I've met um, either in the nerd community or at conventions. So. Well, you made four new ones today. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. And I hope, I hope I see all four of you guys at NerdFest. I'm literally going to try my damnedest to come. I'm not even fucking playing around. I'm going to convince the hell out of my wife to be like, hey, so you know we went to a convention this last weekend. How about we go to another one this weekend? I'm definitely going to have to start an OnlyFans to Con- support my habits. <laughs> Con hopping sounds like the dream, you know what I mean? It does. Con hopping is the dream, let's be real. Uh, so before we wrap up, where can people uh, find your website again, and where can they find you on social media? Yeah, so um, on Facebook, it's QC Nerdfest. On Instagram, it's also QC Nerdfest. And the website is QCNerdfest.com. Pretty straightforward, I like it. Yep, we made it pretty easy. Um, if you are looking to, um, if any of your uh, people are looking to be a sponsor, uh, looking to volunteer, or looking to donate to our um, charity auction, um, you can email me. It's kevin.hurt at qcnerdfest.com. My oh, sweet. Hell yeah, brother. So, uh, and then uh, it, the volunteer form is on the website. Um, but if you guys just send me an email, I can kind of um, tell you what you need to do to volunteer. Um, we don't, we have a few slots left for volunteers, but we're we're pretty staffed at this point. But we still have a few slots left. You can always use um, more help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll find something for you to do. <laughs> There's no such thing as too much help. Like you said, you're gonna you're gonna find spots. Like what what was it? Fuck! I'm already fucking up. I'm not gonna win this Tetris thing. Anyways, <laughs> God damn it. Finding space when there isn't any. Yeah, there we go. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I'm, re- I'm ready for this. I, get, I can't think of any other words right now other than I, I, I need to go to this. <laughs> yeah, it sounds incredible. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys want to? Do you guys want to do a podcast from Nerdfest? <gasps> oh no! <laughs> bros helping bros. I'm not. Gonna, I would be hundred percent down for that. I, I would love lie. to. We can talk about it and I can reach, or I'll let you know what our thoughts are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me know. Let me know. That might be a, a possibility. I have, like, one hour block open for panels. <laughs> He's going to make it room when there's no room. <laughs> I'm saying. All right, Kevin. We want to thank you so much for joining us and really look forward to uh, seeing what NerdFest has to offer. And uh, good luck to you guys in your first year. For sure, man. We'll see you guys there. Oh, yeah. All right, take it easy, brother. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You have a good one. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Have a good night, my guy. All right, man. I'm. I need to go today. (laughs) I'm saying right now that if I can't go to it this in 16 days, I'm saying that now anime anime Iowa is planned every year. Nerdfest is now planned every year. (laughs) Because if not, I I, just for the fact that I'm gonna go help support a homie. You know what I'm saying? Main thing. And also, I'm probably going to do that, that charity auction thing. I want to email him about that. Oh, at, least say, at least I can go, you know, at least 
go to help support that. Exactly. Yeah, man, I think this is a really cool thing that they've got going on, and kind of excited to you know talk more with Kevin after their first time going through it in a couple weeks, and yeah. uh, really see how that first weekend went, and see what we've got in line coming up in uh, February. Oh, oh yeah, interview him again after it. You know what I mean? Is that yeah, that's what about? I was just saying. Yeah, that's like, what I was like confirming what you were saying cool, 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 from cool, my cool. break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Hey, are we are we interviewing Kevin after after the fest? I think, I think so. Try. It honestly all depends on him. First of all, I mean, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. If he right. wants to talk to us again, really sounded like he hated us. Especially you. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, fuck, dude. I just wanted to remember Nerdvember. I think that's awesome. He was like, who the if fuck If he trademarks that and it gives us the rights for it, whew! I wouldn't be shocked if it's already trademarked. Why are you going to be a Debbie Downer, dude? That's December. Debbie Downer December. God damn it. I don't feel like that's as funny All as right. Nerdvember. It's not, but Triple D. Yeah, but <laughs> like, is a that was funny. time anyway. That was so. funny. <laughs> So, the assignment this week. What is uh, it? Garbage. It is garbage. It's not even anime. Probably is. The assignment this week... Sky Wizards Academy. Oh, wait. They got a second season. <laughs> yeah, right. Season who would, poo. Who, who would season pay to, poo. Who would pay to produce that second season? Who, who? The assignment this <laughs> week is Ruby Volumes 4 through 6. Uh, kind of a two-parter, or part two, I guess, of the last Ruby assignment I gave in season one. Um, mainly because, again, Planet Comic Con's coming up in a couple weeks. We're going to be meeting team, uh, team Juniper as well as Penny. And I'm really excited for that, so I felt it'd be respected that I assign this given that no, circumstance. Cool. cool. Uh, Nerdfest is definitely going to be better than Planet Comic Con, so you should go check that out. Just saying. I'm going, we're going to convince the hell out of our wives on that one. Just tell them you guys get no more sexy time if we don't go. So yeah, well, that works out for you. <laughs> yeah, it'll be perfect. No more dick. No, yeah. more, no, no more, more dick. dick. No more triple D. No more triple... <laughs> oh my god. Doubtful dick for December. <laughs> Alright, let's talk about... Uh, Rascal does not dream of Bunny Senpai. Bunny, Bunny Girl, Girl Senpai. Senpai. Get it right or don't otherwise, say it. Otherwise known as during the little cutscene things, adolescent sim- syndrome, and then like the definition behind it. I paused it. I read it specifically for this, and I still can't remember it. Like you um, know where it was like the yeah, cut. Yeah. Yep. It's a weird fucking name. It's adolescent syndrome, and then it's like. I don't remember what the, def- the definition of it was, but... Well, clearly it's when teenagers get superpowers. Apparently, or giant scratches across yeah. their chest. Yeah. Uh, this probably takes place in the same universe as Charlotte. I could see that. Fun fact, it is... Um, so I actually came across a post on Facebook. It was, like, the best animation studios for anime. Um, Cloverworks did... Rascal does not dream bunny girl senpai. Would you like to guess what other assignment we've had that they did? Is it your line, April? No. How? What season? Season one. Season is one. it Angel Beats? No. Uh, which oh, no, which no, season of us? Saw that season one, like he just asked. Oh, <laughs> I I didn't know what he meant by what season. Season Was one. Was it Anohana? No. No. What's it start with? Demon Wonderland. No. <laughs> it was the first show we did. Promise Neverland. Yeah. I got it first. Ah, suck my dick. Yeah, Cloverworks did Promise Neverland, and 
Rascal's Not Dream Bunny Girl Senpai. They also did Persona 5, the animation. Hey! Darling in the Franks. Nice! Hey. Um, the newer seasons of Fairy Tale. Ah. Ace Attorney Season 2. Which, fun fact, there's also a movie for this show called Rascal Does Not Dream of a Dreaming Girl. I almost watched that, actually. Uh, I didn't even but see I didn't a have thing time for to it. fit it in. I do want to watch it. Uh, you want to do that at the sleepover? Watch the Bunny Girl Senpai movie? Yeah, dude. Sure. Sick. Uh, there, I also saw that there was like another series or something that was only four or five episodes long. Based off of this? It, it had the exact same title. Uh, okay. But I don't know if it was from like a different year, maybe. I didn't look at it, but because it wasn't the assignment. So, Wiki, what's up? Kick us off. Um, so, I definitely feel like I accidentally picked a banger for what I was going for. <laughs> you think? Well, like the exact opposite. So I was going for something. Did not turn out what I wanted it to be, and it actually turned out being very good, in my opinion. But I also, like, I love it. But there's also, like, things I wish that they didn't do. But that's just... But, like, I'm not going to count it against it at all. Because I still feel like they told the story amazing. Like, I did not expect them to resolve the very first plot of the adolescent syndrome with his girlfriend so fast. Yeah. yeah I, I thought, I thought it was like, going to be like the entire season. Kind of like the Anahana situation. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. But, like, and they had like a bunch of other little things. Like, I kind of, in my mind, I feel like it would have been cool for them to just do like that whole season based off the slower uh, de- decaying of her being that and then yeah. seeing the end climax of that. I feel like that would have been much more of an impactful story, but at the same time, the story that was told was also very impactful. Yeah, I, the way they did all the different stories and incorporated so many different characters was really, really good. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, there were two favorites of mine, which I will get into later. Um, the cats. Yeah. Cats. We'll talk about that in a second. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I did thoroughly enjoy it. I did. And I some of it was like... I got confused sometimes. I had to, like, rewind, because I don't know if I, like... I just... My reading... My reading... Comp- my my comprehension skills of like what I'm reading and like seeing sometimes, like yeah. there was a lot of science shit with yeah, like, Futaba trying to explain everything. Like I just had to like theory and like stuff pause like that. and like go back and like re like try and like get my Reprocess brain to understand it. what's going on for a second. I had to do that a couple times. This is what would have been a good show to have had dubbed. Yes, <laughs> because of how much explaining they do. Well, for not me. even that. It's well, even if it was dubbed, I still would have the same problem. It's not that it's the reading that's not. It's not the reading that has the issue. It's what is going on in the show, like the what, like the what's the word I'm looking for? Like if I'm reading a book, and I it's just literally what reading comprehension is. I, I'm not comprehending what I'm reading, okay. so like I'm not understanding what is in front of my face. Story being told wise, <clears throat> and that's what I'm talking about. Got you. Yeah. I love how you were trying to go, and you, we talked about it before. How you were trying to do a weird one. Yeah, I went straight off the, the fucking screen. Yeah, you were like, shows. we should all do weird ones coming up because I did a weird one and. No, the fuck you didn't. Oh, the name now, of it was weird. Now I'm gonna go do research for my next assignment. Yeah, yeah. the first weird one. The name of the show? Interspecies reviewers. I've already watched that. <laughs> the sh- okay. the that doesn't mean you can't assign it. Well, I don't want to have center viewers to Pornhub. That's fair. Because that is exactly where I watched it. The name <laughs> of the show and the cover for it does not do this show justice. And you would have thought that they, like, based on the title, like there would have been more of the like the bunny outfit. Yeah, no, it was just. The it's, first it's, episode. it's clickbait. Yeah. It's, it's a clickbait title. It's literally the first episode and when she helps him study. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. you know what? Good for him. Yeah, right. Yeah. But you know what? At the same time, that uh, keeps up with 
the the title of the anime because he did not, in fact, dream, dream of, of the. So she was actually life. real. Yeah. Like when he forgot her memory. I just the show actually got me in my feels quite a bit. Like honestly, like, yeah. I didn't cry at all. But, like, I did definitely, like, a lot of tones when the show, like, touched me a little bit. You I know? cried yeah. at the end with the K-Day stuff. Yeah, when she got her memory Oh, back, my dude. God. That and he ran away me. and was, like, freaking out and then had that whole scene where that girl that was his, like, his imagination, but or could not have been his imagination. Thing. I literally no. texted Posimon and said, I swear to God, if they break up over a girl who may not be real. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, I knew as soon as she saw the note, she's not going to be mad that... He was with another girl. She's going to be mad that he didn't come to her for support. Yeah. Well, it's like he didn't think about that through that entire thing, you know what I'm saying? It's like he was in the moment. He didn't think about that. She just so happened to be there. Yeah. If she was real or not. Yeah. And then took him in. And then he was just lost in that shit. Like, like she, his girlfriend was the last thing that was on his fucking mind. Yeah, if to, anything. To him, the person that was his sister for the past two years. Is completely is gone. gone. Yeah. 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 So, like, that's kind of understandable, but, like, on, in her shoes, you know, like, I can understand why she wouldn't think that. Yeah. But, like, I get what you're saying, like, throughout the entire show, she never had an issue with him. Very trusting. Very, which is and, awesome. Yeah. Well, he saved her life. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Like, I was such an, like, that scene right there, I was with, I don't, you were left at this point, but I had, we had a Magic the Gathering tournament at my place Sunday. Yep. Literally, we, we started at 9.30, and we, no one left till 8, except for you. Long time, but I was watching the show in between when we were doing the tournament matches, and then when he ran outside to go confess his love so he could fight the the atmosphere, I think is what he called it, mm-hmm. to bring her back into existence, and when she popped up out of, on the screen, I literally did, fuck yes, and then Posimon just started fucking laughing, <laughs> I was like, shut up! <laughs> but yeah, no, I like just like I got hyped as fuck watching the show in certain moments. Definitely good. Yeah. Alright, I'll pass the torch. I feel like I've been talking a lot about it. I Honestly, like, every episode seemed to add more intrigue mm-hmm. to the show. Um, I did tell this to Crimson that I thought the ending was a little lackluster. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I, Agreed. I, I straight up said, I want a wedding. Like, I was thinking, like, even though they were still in high school, I thought he was going to fucking propose to her in the last episode. Because it was building so many, like, so many different opportunities for something like that. And I got shortchanged again. <laughs> Yo, I that would have been great. We got shortchanged of the kiss and of her saying I love you back. But I like that. I no, she did say it at one point, didn't she? She she said uh, the closest we got to it was, I think I love you more than you think I do. Mm-hmm. But she never just said I yeah. love. And you. I'm okay with that because that's her character. Yeah, and. Yeah. I yeah. really liked the monotone awkwardness of the two of them. Because right? It's, it's so it, adorable. I it love a, their relationship. Yeah. It was adorable, and it fit high schoolers. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of the things, like, everyone talks shit about Star Wars because of how cringy Anakin is in episode two. But also, he was, like, 18 at the time with the woman that he's been obsessed with for a long time. So, yeah, he's going to be cringy. Yeah. That's how high schoolers are. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, just the fucking, the, what was it? Damn it. The sand. The whole episode. Yeah, I was, like sand. The the episode. The well, not the episode, but the the. So there was like a bunch of a bunch of little different plot points in this mm-hmm. entire show with an overarching theme of adults uh, adolescent syndrome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one of the plots I really enjoyed, but also kind of hated. I was like, this is literally the stupidest fucking thing on the planet. Was the one where he pretends to date said girl, oh. and then she then when starts it 
on their last date, does that repetition thing mm. again. Yeah. And does that. I, I hated it, but also really enjoyed that plot point one. I was like, this I is, love like, it when he I would beat never the shit it. out of the basketball guy. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Like, I think I got some dog shit on my face. shoes. You should yeah. probably clean it. I was over at his at Frenchie's place as I was finishing up that that arc, and I was, I agree, I hated it because, not because of the arc itself, but what followed after, because after that point, she was completely irrelevant. She only showed up once or twice. Yeah, but that was the whole point is to show that. But uh, they're still supposed to be friends. He said. Yeah, yeah, but also in focused. different grades, different yeah. schedules, and they did work together. So when she was at work, they showed up. But they have but, different yeah. lives, and it's not focused on her. Yeah, yeah, they still work together. And he did change his friend number count uh, the next time somebody was like, uh, you have no friends. And he was like, I have friends. I have three, even. Yeah. And before that happened, he said I thought the two. third one no. was my. <laughs> no, that's his girlfriend. The yeah. love of his life. My two, his my two life. favorite arcs of this show was the Futaba arc, because she was one of my favorite characters, um, and then the Kaede. Just Kaede as a whole, she was adorable. Adorable yeah. as hell. But then the last few episodes with her almost ruined me. I was watching those at work, and I was like, man, I was hitting the feels Hard. Hard. It, it would have to be the the first and the last one for me. So the very one where the her disappearing, yeah, that whole one, and then the Kaede arc. Those two were my two favorites. Yeah. The part one thing I really liked about this is that every single one of these you know, couple episode arcs, each one was very much like a curse uh, trope of you know like a Freaky Friday memory loss, um, disappearing uh, you know relevance and existence, mm-hmm. and we saw. And, you know, the creation of a doppelganger. Yeah. Every single one of them is a pretty popular trope. I mean, how many fucking movies have we seen that had the Freaky Friday? Literally titled Freaky Friday. But... Uh, Too many. Uh, although, the way that... I, I really got bothered by the, the body switching. Yeah, the, the way show. that the bodies actually yeah. switch. Oh, like the pop. Yeah, that, like, yeah. that was weird. And I, it, I just was like, ah, that looked like it hurt. But they were just like... <gasps> Like but their hair did, was all the same as yeah, it was just, prior it, to it. Just it turned into who they were. Yeah. yeah. I did really like just talking about my sister. I that thought was she was cool. a really good character, and the I fact did. that they kept her as a part of it yeah. during the Kaede stuff. Yeah. This show should not have. But, oh, the cats. They went too hard <laughs> on the animation of the cats in the <laughs> foreground. There's one where the cats just like. <laughs> Draped one yeah. leg, on, two legs on either side of the couch, and there's just another one smiling. Yeah, there's another one. The fucking cats are just cuddling in the yeah. foreground. I'm like, they don't have to be right there, but you had to go ham on it. I love it. Yeah, well, the bigger one just starts like licking the little white one, and they just this love each other. Sh- yeah, this show went way harder than it needed to with a semi. Again, a semi-lackluster ending, but it still was a good ending. And I, I mean, feel like it's a good ending, ending but it's not the one yeah. we necessarily wanted, but it was still very good. I feel yeah. like it's a fine ending for a season, but maybe not good for a series, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I don't think it's I gonna be a series, and, like, unless that movie, like, like I think it was just this in a movie, like what you said. I don't know yeah. what the other four you're talking about, but I don't think it was, like, meant to have a second season. The uh, show is it. new enough that it could. Like, what would they do? Because it came out, what, last year, two years? 
Look, 2019. I, yeah. I don't know if the manga goes on past that or not, or whatever source material is based off of. But it could, because we thought that the entire show was just going to be my and the main character's name I never remember. Like, Sa- Sukutop? But, like, Sukutop? just imagining, like, developing, Sukutop like, if they wouldn't... Something. Like, again, like, I don't know what the source material was like, like what you said, but if they were to, like, drag out, like, each of those plots, those mini-arcs in that one season as in fleshed out over 12 episodes each, I feel like that would have made a way bigger impact on me emotionally than just them having, like, three episodes each. Oh, like if they did a yeah, season Yeah, so, like, if they arc. did a season of showing my deteriorating in front of the entire society and then him losing her after having more relationships that has built up and then more connecting that we see on screen yeah. and then having her disappear and then like having him be there and then like her, you actually see her in the foreground I think that's what it's called right the background whatever looking at him and then like you like see him turn around on the train and then she's not there but like, almost when, like a your name type yeah thing. like he turns yeah. his head back and she's right there but like he just doesn't notice her like no he's one does like, can I ask your name? Yeah, and then just, like, seeing at the end him doing that, I feel like it would have made a huge, like, a way bigger impact. I can't agree with that. But if we if we had that story, we wouldn't have gotten all the lovey-dovey shit from him. Because yeah. he is, like, that's, more that's openly, like, I like it. madly in love with his girlfriend than most... Like anime protagonists, yeah. like, <laughs> like I love what they did with the show, He's but like it like, also oh, would have so been much. dope <laughs> if they would have done this too. So like I'm not mad that they didn't do it, but it, it's dope either way. Yeah, yeah. they did, they did a good job this way. They also would have done a good job the other way. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Also, my son, best girl. Like mm-hmm. that's one of the best anime girlfriends ever. It's and the most realistic. Anime girlfriend, one. Really? I don't know. Like, realistic. I'm gonna say, like, if you ignore the, like the the fame thing, maybe. But, I mean, uh, yeah, I meant like in a high school setting. As a regular high school girl, she would not have trusted him that much. In today's society, no one trusts someone that much. I feel that, like yeah, that, but that's most people true, in but... to get today's society don't have their existence written off <laughs> and have someone help bring them back from the brink of not existing. With nothing but their love. Yeah, exactly. Dude, one of my biggest fucking fears on this planet, right, is if not actually my number one fear, is being forgotten by the people that I love. Who so, are you? like, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm, like, so, like, imagine, like, I saw this video a long time ago of this dude taking his mom out to dinner, and she has, I think it's dementia or Alzheimer's. One Alzheimer's. Of the two, and she fucking did not know who he was. But she, you recognize the face, you know you have some attachment to him, but they do not know who you are. Mm-hmm. And he was sitting there crying in front of her because he kept asking her who he was, and she said, I don't know, but that's her son. And then the moment in the anime when she went to go confront her mom, and she just walked right past her because her mom didn't know she had a daughter or whatever. It's like, dude, if that fuck, dude, that shit actually scares the fuck out of me. Like, one day I'm going to wake up, go over to one of my parents' house and they're just gonna be like who the fuck are you? That shit scares the fuck out of me. I saw a video once of someone being like I don't remember who you are but I remember that I love you. Oh uh, shit. It's that just, would it's scary. Lot, yeah dude yeah. It, like I, I put myself in my shoes then I, I was like ooh boy. Oh and when he woke up and like didn't re- the names were smudged I'm like I think I even yelled God damn it! <laughs> yeah that uh like I said, this show just smart on him writing that book though for real. Yeah, it helped. Two hundred IQ, 
Yeah, this like I said, this show just hit harder than it actually should dude, have. His dedication to not sleeping so he wouldn't fucking forget her, dude. Yeah, let's talk about that. That man's got some fucking. Balls. And then she ended up drugging him anyways to be yeah. like, you, you. Need I re- to it's like I appreciate the offer or the gesture, the, but I care about you too much for you to literally die of insomnia. And just being like, thank you for all your work and everything like that, and like. I'll never forget you, even if you don't remember me. It's like, God damn it! <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this is one of the first shows we've had that actually had like a genuinely really good love story, right? Yeah, and it was all an accident. Yeah, <laughs> it was all an accident. It was we all were looking because for something I, weird. <laughs> it was all that I, was, I thought it was going to be a fucking weird ass show. And I, I thought, yeah, I saw this show on my buddy's queue for the longest time, and I was always like, I don't know why he has this on his queue. I don't know if I want to watch this. I had wanted to watch it for a while because I've seen it since, like, seen it listed since it came out, and I heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, I'd never even heard of it until you assigned Neither it. Neither did I. It it's so weird. It's almost like The Devil Is a Part Timer, mm-hmm. where it's completely about something very different than you'd expect. Yes, a hundred percent. Also a great show. I just the animation was phenomenal. I, I do not remember the soundtrack that well, personally. The uh, intro-outro was actually pretty great. I, I really like the intro. Yeah. yeah. The intro was great. The outro was pretty was still pretty good. The uh, outro was okay. I liked that sometimes it would change who was walking on the beach. Yeah. Depending on who the story was about. <laughs> and then my just randomly dancing in the bunny outfit. Yeah. yeah. I want to go to the beach now. Let's go to the beach. Let's get beach, away. Beach. Thank you. God damn it. All right. Ratings? Is that what we're doing next? We didn't really talk much about the Kaede thing. Like, oh I mean, yeah, I, want, I think that deserves I way more. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to talk that, more about that, and that I almost forgot. That no pun intended. She didn't even get to use her pass. Oh man, yeah, that that really that destroyed me. me. And, and then when he, uh, as soon as she woke up the next morning, and she just said, "Morning," I was like, "That's nope. not her." Yeah, yeah, when she started also, talking normal and not talking in first person, or third person, I was like, no. Just, just watching her get out of bed, how it was so different than every other morning. Can, can we talk about, though, just in general, how big of a fucking plot twist it was? Kaede doesn't have any memories. And then it cut. Yeah. Bec- that was the one thing that was really good about this show, too, of cutting of, you didn't know when at any place. Yeah. At different times. And it still flowed really well. Yeah, like... Like I said, the, I loved Kaede throughout this show. She was adorable, best little sister kind of vibe. Kind of weird at points of like... To be fair, over- she didn't like really know that was her brother. Yeah. She yeah. just knew it was her brother. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah but she like, we that. didn't know that until that episode. That's yeah, true. but now we know. Yeah. And but also, like she's, like a, she's a 14, 15 year old girl who this guy she's told she's related to, but... She's the he's the only person she sees. I'm not surprised she has some genuine attractive feelings yeah. towards him. But again, like during the show prior to that, we didn't know that. Like we right. just thought she was just way overly attached to her brother kind of thing. Also, and then that twist of, oh, she doesn't have her memories is like that makes sense, but what the fuck? He's like, also the brother that I wish I could be that I kind of want to be now. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fact that he helped his sister with all of her goals and then made sure she got to school that day like she wanted to. While knowing that... I didn't... 
those the one thing I didn't like is it never really explained the bruises or the claws. It's just how they did explain the claw marks. It just happened, but like it didn't explain like why. Yeah, it's just their adolescent syndrome. It, it's uh, for them. It's 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 uh, physical, high, stre- right? high stress induced. Yeah. Uh, just like crit- just imagine being so stressed out that all of a sudden you wake up and you just have three giant claw marks. It, yeah. They actually they didn't verbally explain it, but they visually explained they showed it. High a day. She, it's whenever she was bullied. Well, not only that, like, it was so when yeah when she was bullied, but was like when the slices would happen. Yeah, the moments where she started like as she started progressing one outside, she started hearing the people. It was kind of like the subconscious of her mind almost was kicking into her emotions and that was kind of what was showing. Well, I don't think it was that. She thought everybody was, like, looking at her and laughing at her. Yeah. And the bullying part, yeah. Yeah, what, like, she thought was going it's on from her but, perspective. And, her PTSD. and then they talked about how he put, you know, supposedly put his classmates in the hospital. That was never really fleshed out. They, they said that that was a lie. It was just a misunderstanding. But, like, yeah. and then he explained what really happened. There would never were kids put in the hospital. I know. It but, just seems really weird that how that would have gotten started is a weird thing to me. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But. But she's fucking adorable. She's and the a- fact that she, like, Kayeti knew that she didn't have much time. Like, she subconsciously knew that she was not going to be there anymore. She also overheard their conversation about yeah. their yeah. hypothesis. Yeah. That trip to the zoo... When she started seeing all the pandas and everything. Mm. Oh my god. Yeah. That was so good. <laughs> She's adorable. She is. She's so cute. And how mine was just like, yeah, I'll get you all this stuff. And it just made her so happy. Yeah. Mine was like the best girl to Kaede. She was like, I'm going to be the big sister you never had kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it worked. <laughs> also, I'm going to be the big sister that I'm not to my own little sister. I yeah. also, I understand. Okay, let's talk about the parents real quick. I get how, the, like, the dad has to go take care of the mom, but, like, how does a mom develop an illness based off her child... Denial. It's just it. hardcore denial. Yeah. Like, that's kind of fucked she up. She kind of lost her fucking mind when she realized that her daughter didn't remember her. Mm-hmm. In a way, if you think about it, it's similar to an extent of, like, the whole Todoroki thing with MHA. How the abuse and everything kind of kicked in. She had let it out on her kid kind of thing, but then she ended up getting hospitalized. Yeah, it's a trauma response. Exactly. So that's kind of how she took... She was in denial of all of it, and she's like, nope, everything's fine, and it just started getting worse and worse. Okay, 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 okay. Man, I had a really... uh, Kind of an issue that I didn't quite understand. Um, When... When the old Kaede, like, when her memories came back, and... uh, and my heart was just really breaking because of the contrast between the main character and his father's reaction. Oh. The father is like, super I, happy. I'd get my daughter back, but that's because he did not spend the last two years with her. With, yeah. Yeah. And, and you just see the depression and the heartbreak that he goes through as he runs out the hospital and just sits yeah. in the tub, just depressed. When he when that chick was reading the note to him and started going to her voice, oh my god! Yeah, it's adorable. Uh, that, it is. Uh, well, at that point, it was really it was tough. Yeah. It was tough. It, it was really hard. I uh, wanted fucked me up super hard because it it would be nice in a perfect world 
uh, another instance of like body duplication would happen, and we would get both Kaede's. Yeah. But we literally can't. As depicted by the Futaba episode. But, yeah, he, but, ha- he has to pick between his, his basically his two sisters. But, they did say that there is a possibility, if I remember correctly, that she could regain them at some point, or like slowly trickle in. Right? Yeah, but she also had a whole new personality. Like, yeah. the, the Kaede of those two years basically her own person. Yeah. But, if those memories flicker in, like, if that does come in, then it might happen. Maybe. I do like that she was reading the reading the other Kaede's journal. Yeah. At the um, end there. I want to talk real quick about the Futaba arc real quick, because that was another one of my favorites. Um, real quick? Real quick. I love the idea with the whole doppelganger thing. I love that whole concept and how it made her more vulnerable than she seemed throughout the rest of the show. Like, during the show, she just was like that cool, calm, collected, you know, sciencey chick. But then that arc just gave her more character and just basically unraveled her. And then the, I, I, the best friend pissed me off to no extent. Like, the best friend's girlfriend uh, is an asshole. Yeah, she was a bitch. She was a bitch. Just always. And then the whole thing with Futaba, like, you know she wanted, she wanted what was best for him, but she wanted him also. She literally yeah. told him that she did. I know, but also... And he was like... like and she's like, I already know the answer. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I just... I felt so bad for her, because that's a... That's a rough thing. Being in, like... Having feelings for someone you know has a girlfriend, but, you know, like, being friends with them at the same time kind of thing. It's called being friend-zoned and having that friend be in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's still rough. It's, it happens a little all the time. It's okay, buddy. I'm not saying to me. It's happened like, it's happened yeah. like twice. Oh no, it doesn't happen to me. That just happens to other people. Get out. <laughs> like, it doesn't happen to me no, all the time. I, I if that's it. not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like. Yeah. It just. It, it, it was rough for her. I, yeah. I, I felt for her, especially with, the, again, with the whole doppelganger thing, how, like, the other one was, like, living the better life, quote unquote, versus her. Like, well, she got to yeah. be out with them, like, Pull all nighter with the fireworks and everything. Oh, dude, when she saw that picture, oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that was fucked up. I was like, dude, she she planned this. <laughs> yeah. and she she wanted her to see it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It was, it, it was rough. It was great, but it was rough. All right. <clears throat> Anything else you want to pop up into before ratings? Um, technically, the show was weird. So I yeah, guess you still, I guess you still win. There. But like, I was thinking of like, I was going like, I wanted to be like weird, L- like Space but, Dandy or Boba Bo, like that. Well, type even of weird. Space Dandy was not even super weird; it was super good. That's but I'm talking like so like weird as in like Monster Musume stuff. You know what I mean? Like Food Wars, but like and like Food Wars. High school DXD monster Musume. I, I'm just hearing like those horny. Shows. Exactly. Yeah, like shows like so that. So you want to watch horny shows? Yeah. Let's do a redo of either. I think it's weird. No. You talk about that so much. Why don't you assign it? He's been <laughs> You've talked about it so many times. You assign Dude, it. Dude, every week we have we almost. I'm pretty sure almost every week we have this conversation where he's always like, "I'm going to assign it eventually." I don't know if I want. <laughs> no, there was a moment where you were like, I really want to assign it. And I do. <laughs> I want to talk about this show. <laughs> then fucking assign it. Is it only four episodes? Twelve. Oh, they actually yeah. went all twelve now? So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. There's 
Season two has already been confirmed. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> from from all reports, it's just that one episode that's super fucked up. Just like Goblin Slayer. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. It's just that episode is it's not. It's it's more than just that one episode. Is really? it the whole damn show? Pretty much. God yeah. damn just it. Just sign it. Get out of your system. It's your next what? week, right? Or is it? No, it's him. All right, so two weeks from now. Maybe. <laughs> and there it is again. We'll, we'll, hit it. we'll hit two weeks from now and he won't assign it. Do it. You won't. He's assigned. I'm going to pull him. Do it. You won't. That doesn't work on me. It's never worked on me. God damn it. Do it. Don't do it. You will. That also doesn't work on me. I thought reverse psychology. Anyways, ratings. What do you think? I'm. St- it's either 8.5 or a 9 for me. I'm thinking, I don't know. I don't, in my, like, I'm trying to stay away of, like, trying to, like, Tens, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Are you trying to be unbiased about the show you picked? Well, I'm just, it's not like I don't like I'm like I don't know how to explain it. Like I don't think this was like it's good, but I don't think it's a fucking banger. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> even though you start out by saying so. I think I accidentally picked a banger. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's a banger, but I it's not a banger. Even, but that I was like your first quote. I so. Like I don't think it's a ten. Like it's a banger, but not a ten out of ten. Yeah, I don't think it's a ten out of ten. It's uh, a banger in a way of like you would recommend it, but it's not the best shit. Like yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's a banger. It's just not a fucking banger. You know. What I mean, I, mean? I was like a nine. I would tell somebody to watch this. Yeah, I would too. One hundred percent. Um, I'm fuck. I'm gonna go with 8.5. Okay. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm going with. Mm-hmm. I also gave it an 8.5. Like, I've been playing this entire time. I really enjoyed this show, and it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And I enjoyed every single plotline that they introduced. The ending was a little lackluster, and we talked that there were some moments and kind of plot points that weren't really resolved. Yeah. But overall. Plus, the science behind was slightly confusing at times. Meh. It's hard to keep up with. That's the better wording of it. I gotta be honest. I didn't really care. I didn't really think that the science was that big of a deal because it's it's dealing with quantum theory with stuff that's essentially like magic anyway. I'm also really dumb. Yeah, I don't have any problem with it. Right, but it doesn't exist. So who cares if you're dumb? What was that whole the Lachair demon or something like that? Or how, what the fuck was that name? I don't know, dude. It's something French. Yeah, Le Cher Demon. It's a was, demon. It's yeah. just a demon. That, that, was to me, that made like, no sense. It was basically just like... the person that's experiencing the traumatic event is causing the events to... Oh, yeah, that was the other one. Groundhog Day. Yeah. That yeah. was the other, you know, curse trope. Yeah. They literally pulled, like, all the big curse tropes and still made it interesting and work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but yeah, the timeline confused me. But anyways, there were a couple problems with it, so yeah. I think it's really good, not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a banger. It's just not a banger. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm. It on, bangs, just not loudly. Yeah, I'm on the the same same page. Eight and a half. Uh, caught me. This show caught me by surprise. Pretty much every chance it got. Uh, really kept keeps you on your toes. It's the second week in a row that we had a show that we did not expect to be as good. Because I did not expect my roommate as a cat to be super deep and affect me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did it offend you? No, affect. Oh, affect. I'm yeah. like, how the God. fuck? My roommate is a cat. Offensive as shit. That show, <laughs> problematic. Canceled. No. Uh, I'm on the same boat. Eight and a half. There was a lot of things. The, the whole science stuff confused me a little bit. And it was a bit lackluster, but overall the show was a banger. It hit me in the feels. 
way more than it actually should have based off the fucking name of it. But, nah, it was, it was a great show. I thought it was good. Rascal does not dream of Bunny Girl, Senpai. He does not. He does not dream he of her. He did it. not dream of her. She was real the entire time. Yeah. They, he, we did not see a single dream that involved her. The only, the only thing that he dreamed of was that other chick. Or not dream. Or she not could dream. be real. So I do gotta say that when uh, she's just like, are you having lewd thoughts of me? Well, of course I am. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's basically their entire relationship, and I love it. It's like, that's high schoolers, yes. That's expected. Of course yeah. I am. Uh, I also had like a personal relation moment where I felt like I was the main character when uh, he was... Like, uh, when he was talking about wanting to be squished between legs. <laughs> yeah, dude! And, and I was like, man, I say the same thing. <laughs> but I'll kill Why you. Why don't you bring over those thighs and yeah. make me... <laughs> make me a sandwich, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'll <laughs> kill you. Do it with them thighs. Yeah. <laughs> make me a cutie sandwich, you know? Yeah. But I'll, I'll kill you. Your legs be the Cue the uh, sailor song like of what a way to go. <laughs> what a hell of a way to die. Anyways, um, but uh, oh god, when so when they had switched spot, the girl, the uh, girls had switched bodies. Yeah, and she said, "Don't go looking in the tin thing in the cabinet." And he immediately <laughs> went. I thought it was going to be like lewd photos that she'd taken for him, and then he's just like, "Please switch back." <laughs> yeah. And eventually, the letters. It's so cute. It she is. definitely said that, knowing that he was going to do. Oh, that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. what? Why else would he go look there? Yeah. Don't look in that drawer. Gotcha. Go Next look. scene. <laughs> That's Don't honestly go. exactly what I would do, too. Like, Don't go look at that specific thing in that specific spot that you don't know about. Now, Got Ed, it. do not eat that dirt. <laughs> <laughs> the pa- it's the Patrick meme. It's yeah. truly the Patrick meme. Uh, That's exactly what I would do. Like, don't look here. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna look there now that you said it. If you wouldn't have said it, I yeah, wouldn't have yeah. known about Why it. Why the fuck don't you want me to look there? Uh, I, I wouldn't even have thought to look there if you didn't say anything. I wouldn't even know it existed if you yeah. didn't say anything. Now I want to know. I would have just been like, oh, that's her sock drawer. What's gonna be in there? Her socks? But now I don't know, it's not. No, it's called the Purple Dragon. Yeah. She uses it on nights that she don't satisfy me. Oh, so every night? Bunny <laughs> <Bernie laughs> said hi! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's just like the Energizer Bunny it just keeps going and going and going. <laughs> oh, fuck. Alright, so Ruby, volumes four through six is the assignment. <laughs> Why do I try? Why do I try? It's not even the anime, dude. I want to rehash this debate eventually of what's considered anime after this assignment someday. It's still not anime, dude. I'm going to goddamn get my answer on this Huge one. thanks to Kevin Hurd from Quad City Nerd Fest for joining us. Yes. Reminder, find them on Instagram and Facebook at QC Nerd Fest and QCNerdFest.com to get tickets and see all the posts on schedules and panels. And remember that by the time this airs, you only have nine days to do it. Nine so go. Days. And if go. you can't go, do the charity thing he was talking about. Yeah. What are you doing? Go! Ruby well, stay, stay till the end, please. You know, like and subscribe, all that, share. Yeah. And then go! <laughs> Ruby's volume <laughs> 4 through 6. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye! Thank you so much for tuning in to the Weekly Weaves Podcast. We'll be back next week with more exciting anime talk. Make sure to join us every show to stay up to date with what's going on in the world of anime. We'll catch you next time.